Welcome to another edition of the Y-Pod, where we highlight everyday Wyoming leaders. This episode features Justin Farley of Advance Casper. We talk about how the two sides of Advance Casper help our community, what makes Casper an attractive location, and statewide platforms that can help businesses and diversify our economy. Hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. Here we go with Justin Farley. I'm Justin Farley. I'm the CEO slash president of Advanced Casper, uh, the organization formerly known as CADA, Casper Area Economic Development Alliance, which hopefully you'll understand why we changed it to Advanced Casper. And Advanced Casper being a fairly new endeavor for you, Mm -hmm. you're not new to Casper. You're not new to the community. Could you tell folks a little bit about your background? I'm from Pendleton, Oregon originally. I am a University of Montana grad. After college, I uh, worked in the banking sector for a little bit and then uh, became a licensed broker, financial advisor. I originally came out to Wyoming in the late 90s into Casper specifically to start a Pop Murphy's franchise, which uh, had originated in the Pacific Northwest. I owned and operated that for 12 13 years till 07 or so, 08, right before the crash there, sold everything, uh, went back to Eastern Oregon where I had a Quiznos franchise, uh, ran that for a little bit. Then again, moved back once again from uh, Eastern Oregon back to Casper, Wyoming. My brother owns the real estate firm in Oregon, did some work with him with my Quiznos and then came back to Wyoming and did some commercial real estate here and went to work for the University of Wyoming in their small business development center with my uh, background in franchises, and then took this position about a year ago, actually, very close to a year ago. Happy anniversary. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. It was a funny year. When you look back on being an independent business owner and then consulting and advising businesses, and now what you do, you help create an atmosphere and environment for businesses to grow what do you look at that's kind of common in that, or what do you enjoy about all those things? I enjoyed the assisting people um, with, and really it's just from experiences that I learned the hard way, like, like most everyone learns, um, and in business. So that was pretty fulfilling, and just helping people get over some of the hurdles that I had encountered, uh, make their path to business a little bit smoother. Uh However, th- this position that I have now feels much more like ownership than the previous position with the University of uh, Wyoming in that this is a, uh, uh, you know, the buck kind of stops here. I-, I like that responsibility. I like the accountability of that. Uh, so it is much more how I'm wired uh, for ownership. Uh, I guess I always have that as a, as a fallback, whether, whether it's justified or not. Like, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go open my own business. Th- that part of it, this is very, uh, keeps me very engaged in it. It's great communicating and talking with our, our business community and just seeing how we can assist them in getting uh, better. For those people who don't know about Advanced Casper or K to the previous acronym that it went by, mm-hmm. 
Could you give us kind of a general overview? What is Advanced Casper? What is it designed to do? What What is your purpose? Advanced Casper is a, it's a couple different entities within the same. So there's the Economic Development Joint Powers Board side of this, which is the public side of that. And, and they do a, an enormous work and help bring events and people to our community. They're a major sponsor of the college finals rodeo that would ordinarily take place. We are uh, going to be a big sponsor of the uh, the fly-in that was going to AOPA fly-in. And the best of the best also is a big part of that. So they're bringing people in here. They're introducing our community. They're getting people into hotels, into our restaurants. In addition to that, some other projects that directly help businesses, that create jobs, help with expansion. Um, then the other side of our organization is uh, a private side, which is membership made up of uh, local businesses that contribute dollars uh, based on the number of employees that they have. Uh, and then that side of it is private where we have more flexibility, obviously, with that those dollars. So that side, prior to myself being here, they put the first $100,000 into the uh, David Street Station. I guess depending on the project would depend on what lever that you would pull within the organization. My understanding is a lot of this is two separate entities in most communities, and I'd really like it being under one roof because now it just gives us much more flexibility. If Advanced Casper does its job well, knock on wood, yeah. Advanced Casper does its job well, and we look down the road 10 years or 20 years, what has happened as a result of Advanced Casper doing its job well? Well, we have a very vibrant and healthy business atmosphere. We've grown our community, not just population, but industry-based where people come here for those jobs. Uh, but we are a little more selective about it. A lot of watching what's going on in our surrounding states, uh, a lot of the time you don't have that ability to do that. So we're trying to be proactive on that and be selective as to who we offer uh, or extend our offer to or our hand to to bring them into our state because there are certain things that just don't make a fit. It's not my job to be everything to everybody and it's certainly not uh, in our our role to recruit over the top of our existing business landscape. So that's something that we just keep in mind. Because it is a fairly traditional approach to economic development, the idea of recruiting companies to move to mm -hmm. a location. When you're thinking about a company who might relocate to Casper, what are some of the things you look for in those organizations? We have identified aerospace and defense is a marketplace that would help the bottom line of our existing manufacturing. It doesn't have to be 100% of their bottom line, but it could certainly be a portion of it to help diversify their revenue. And it's something that we don't do currently in Wyoming. That's not wholly accurate. We certainly do. But in comparison, Colorado does about $30 billion worth of aerospace and defense worth, mostly aerospace. Utah does $10 billion. Uh, we currently do about $100 million. So even if you break that down by per person, we're still proportionally out of that. So what we are trying to do is bring companies here that we can look to or our companies, our current companies, can subcontract with in order to help diversify our economy a little bit. There has been, over the years, and it's, it's gotten a lot of visibility when a big company relocates to an area, but there are typically pretty massive behind-the-scenes incentives that play into that in order to get that organization to move. 
and very competitive between different locations, so it's like a race to the bottom to recruit. How do you think in general about economic development? Well, I think the business model, certainly from our state's perspective, is is got to change. We don't have the incentives, uh, the race to the bottom, as you say, to offer. What we do have already in place is a very attractive tax structure. We have the livability and access that uh, people are looking for now. Uh, and, and if it was just about taxes, then we had already experienced all the growth that we needed to. So there's obviously other pieces to this puzzle. The livability side of that is what's really gaining that traction to make our community more attractive to people that are coming in to look. And, and when people say business, they also, uh, it's, it's not business, it's really the people behind that business. Is Everybody, ha- they all have a face, right? There's always a decision maker there, there that it's going to make the right decision based on you know, what's best for their people. Those people are who we're starting that conversation with. Again, with the aerospace and defense, we'll just go back to that. If you were a company that you moved to Denver, Colorado, or let's just call it just the front range, any you know, pick a spot, and you've been there for over 10 years, you remember what Colorado looked like 10 years ago, and you look at it today, I believe that there's a percentage of those people that are probably really willing and wanting to get out of their current situation and get back to what they originally moved to Colorado for, which was accessibility to the beautiful mountains, the fishing, the skiing, all the stuff that we enjoy in Wyoming. I guess our concentration now is a lot more on that livability side and then recruiting complementary businesses to our already existing manufacturers and industry. Another facet is creating an environment or an ecosystem where local businesses can start, grow, thrive, expand, diversify. What are some of the things you're doing on that side of helping businesses who are already here? Again, I think helping them diversify that bottom line. Diversification has been such a topic for, well, since I was here, right? Well, I've been here almost 20 years on and off, uh, and it's always been a discussion. When you're looking at, especially Casper, Natrona County, how our peaks and valleys as far uh, they always are right along energy development. Well, and they're coming more rapidly, and they're much more severe. And so the one that we are currently in is really forcing people back to the table about, all right, how do you diversify? Like, how do you stay here as a Wyoming company if there isn't energy development? So these companies are going to have to ultimately make the decision to pivot. Our job is to show them different ways to pivot into. Aerospace and defense is a, you know, their checks are good. There's a massive amount of money uh, with the current administration as far as redoing all our Minuteman missiles, like jobs that are actually happening in our backyard, which I think will help our companies understand what's going on. But that is not the work Colorado and Utah are doing, those jobs are ongoing. They're retrofitting older aircraft because that aircraft hasn't been replaced yet. It's keeping everybody working, working on the military side of stuff, especially in the DOD department. Our goal is just to show what other opportunities are out there. If you have a giant pallet of money in the room that's called energy, energy development, it would be irresponsible of you to ignore that as a business owner and charge down some unproven path. So that conversation is a little easier now. 
obviously there's a, a great deal of finance that goes into business. And there's a platform now that Advanced Casper's involved in, which creates financial opportunities differently than, than what you had access to even a couple of years ago. Could you talk a little bit about the WIN program? Yes, that has been our uh, one of our bigger projects. WIN is actually a Wyoming-owned platform, which is uh, created by the Secretary of State. It's Wyoming Invest Now. And what Wyoming Invest Now is set up to do is it's an intrastate, so it has to be companies and people within the states, the confines of our borders, within Wyoming, that you can invest in Wyoming companies. We purchased a platform that was Create Wyoming, and then we've rebranded that as Invest307. Invest307, invest307.com, is a licensed portal for Wyoming companies to seek capital. If you're a company and you're in Wyoming and you want, you're looking to raise uh, $50,000, let's say, you can structure that as debt. Like you can say, oh, I need to borrow $50,000 from X amount of number of people, investors around Wyoming, I'll pay 12% interest for that that money, and you can set your terms, it's five years, or you can do an equity position. You can give portions of your business up, whatever that ownership looks like, 5%, 10%, depending on the value of your company. And then it becomes an equity position, like a stock position. You write out into that uh, offer, how those people are, how your new investors are going to be paid. They could be paid in dividends. They could participate in profit. Uh, they could be paid if you're, if and when your business sells. They get a portion of that just based on how much it sold for. As a Wyoming company, we are the platform in which you can put your offering on. We also then are the platform for investors. So if you're an accredited investor, Non-accredited is everybody else. The beauty of that is that you can participate at a, at a different level. Let's say it's a coffee shop that wanted to do $50,000 to build a new patio off of there to expand their business. You put $25 into that, that goes toward that company building that patio, and then you as an investor, you know, where are you going to go have coffee or where are you going to take people to go have coffee? So, so really, it's just Wyomingites helping Wyoming businesses. We also got legal opinion that we we'll be able to use that same platform for community development, which I think is a big part if you can bring that nonprofit side of stuff in so that you, they can get a, a smaller participant. It's really a heavy lift to go out and raise hundreds of thousands of dollars and to do it $25 at a time. They don't usually consider that because the time and resources it takes to get there just take too long. But if we can use this platform now to get everybody engaged in it, again, the accredited and non-accredited, then I believe it really increases their pool in which to work from. The whole goal of this is that Wyoming as a whole, not Natrona County, not Casper, but Wyoming as a whole, every community, every resident, everybody that wants to participate in this participates in it. And we can use it in Blander and Evanston and Sheridan doesn't have advanced Casper on it. We just need to get this rolled out because it's a tool that's being underutilized. That is one piece of this puzzle. A second piece of the puzzle is the angel investment group, Breakthrough 307, that already exists here in, in Casper. And they're working on a second fund. So you'll have this grassroots, which is going to be Invest 307. 
Then you have an angel investment group, which is Breakthrough 307. And then we're working very hard with a couple of people who are fund managers that want to do a $100 million bioscience venture capital fund in headquarters here in Casper. The three of these together are all of that alternative financing that a Wyoming-grown or startup company could utilize to get to market or to go public. It's stuff that doesn't exist here. We're trying to create that ecosystem in order for people that are seeking any non-traditional route that we have all the pieces in place to get them there. There's a conception, maybe turning it into a misconception with what you're doing, but a conception that in order to launch a business and really be successful, you can't do it in Wyoming for a variety of reasons. We don't have access to the talent. We don't have access to the capital. We don't have access to the network. It sounds like you're doing things to change that so that people could do it here in Wyoming. Am I hearing that right? Absolutely. If you're a startup, raising capital is you know, near impossible in the sense that, in the traditional sense. Like you don't go down to the bank and say, hey, I have this great idea and I'd like to go with it. You know, most banks, they're extraordinarily conservative. Unless you have the personal assets to dedicate to this idea, they're not going to touch you. This grassroots side of it, people would may hang on to that and really like that idea and, and roll the dice with you. If you're an existing business, the traditional bank, they're not lending you any more money uh, and you're a restaurant. That's my background. That's, this is very common that if you accept credit cards, things of that nature, like American Express will give you a loan. And then they'll just, when you batch out your transactions on your credit card machine, which is probably 90% of the transactions today, they take that batch and they pull that out and pay that debt. Well, a lot of the times that interest rate on there is like you know 20 25%, but you have that capital right away. It's easy, it's accessible. This other way, again, if you structure that offering as debt, 13% sounds crazy, right? But it's half of what you're going to be paying, and you have locals uh, in support of your restaurant. So what came up in this, in our recruitment and in the, our efforts is also the digital identity of Casper. That digital identity was all over the place. We formed a group uh, consisted of complimentary, like Visit Casper, True Companies, Flow State, and we decided that we needed to start having ownership a little bit of what that content looks like if you were to go search Casper, Wyoming. And so that is Choose Casper, ChooseCPR.com. That is made up of residents here that are uh, referred to as ambassadors that you can reach out to if you're a company or a person looking to move to Casper. You can reach out to them on a personal level. They, they list their personal email and contact information, and you can have that conversation with our community member about what really to expect and what to look for at Wyoming. It's really how Wyoming does business, right? Wyoming, we're, we can do that. We can, we can have those personal relationships. It's how we've built this state. So it's really putting a face with uh, an interest, whether it be business or personal, and giving them a contact point so that they can discuss. It's going to be fantastic. Again, this is not an advanced Casper thing. This is not a visit Casper thing. This, this is a community effort to better portray more accurately what our community is. 
you have a website, and so that would be one good way for people to be involved. If they're not members and they're a business, obviously they should talk to you about uh, becoming members of Advanced Casper. Is there any other way that they should stay in touch with Advanced Casper to know the kinds of things that you're working on? AdvancedCasper.com is our website. Reach out to myself or any of our staff to just see how you can be involved. The timing of this is great in that we as a state and certainly we as a city and a community are going to see some big changes because of our dependence on energy and because of the things that are going on. You know, you pile on COVID on top of that and you pile all the stuff that's happening in our nation. This is a great time to be able to have that conversation and be a part of what you want our community to look like moving forward. We're not here telling people how it's going to go. We're here to listen. We're here to have conversation and put our community on the right path. So I'd encourage anybody and everybody to to be a part of it. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We like to use our social media to highlight some of our businesses. I really appreciate what you do for small businesses, for large businesses, for the community as a whole. Really appreciate you and your team. Well, that's very kind. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it's, it is it's my pleasure.